Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are going to be talking about cars that pull the most amount of chicks. <laughs> I zestfully invite you to uh, join in on this topic today. And if you'd like to call in on at 951-922-3532, again, that number is 951 951- Nine two two thirty five thirty two. Do you have a story to tell with regard to girls and dating and cars? Did you get the girl because of your car? Did you lose the girl or never get the girl in the first place because of your car? So call in today on today's topic. So before we jump uh, into the topic today, um, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about issues, what to expect. You want to do what's right. You want to do what's fair, yet you walked into a landmine. People are not playing fair. The lies, accusations, discrimination, how do you deal? So come on down. Let's find out with last week's guest, Joe Jones, who's of the Men's Advocate East on Facebook. That's the Men's Advocate East. No affiliation with my company, but Joe is a great guy and has been a supporter to our show, and he offers some amazing insight. He's lived through it, and he's here to help you find your way out and do what's best for your kids. So that was last week's show. All right? All right, so... Uh, let's hop into today's topic. We are talking about cars that pull the most amount of chicks. Now, is this true? Does a car really have that much clout? Now, I'm sure each woman has a list of vehicles that she finds strikingly sexy, ranging from a real-world practical car to all the way up to the fantasy rides. But in the end... What makes her hot, the guy or the car? That's what we're here to find out today. All right, so that's our topic for today. If you happen to see my Facebook fan page, by the way, uh, it's so easy to find my Facebook fan page. You, you will want to click the like page button because that way you'll find out uh, what the topic is, who my guests are, and any links that I put up after the show that are related to what we talked about, that's where you're going to find them. Same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. In the top right corner, hit the like page, hit it a second time to allow notifications, and you will get that in your notification box. So if you happen to see it visually, boy, I think there's not a person on the planet that that their heart heart wouldn't beat faster with regard to the BMW 8, uh, which is the picture that I that I put up. Boy, I was um, at the museum a couple of years and a couple of years ago, and I saw this car for the first time, and it really is a heart thumper. Um, all right, so what brought on today's topic? Well. I had some out-of-town family uh, come in, and they're car buffs, just like I am. And we all decided to go to the Peterson Automotive Museum. It's right here in Los Angeles, uh, in Mid-Wilshire, if you happen to know where that is, near Fairfax. And um, we, we had a really great time. Now, the Peterson has some of the rarest cars in the world. So it's nice to get an education from the dawn of the automotive industry. What happened way back then all the way to some hundred plus years now, um, the trends, what stuck, what didn't stick, what went out of style, what stayed in style, you're going to find it all right there. Now, you can do a a semi-private tour. I think there was probably about 20 of us on the tour. Um, and I would definitely, if you haven't been there before, I would definitely recommend the, the private tour. You get a lot more information than just uh, looking at the exhibits yourself. And you get to go to the vault. Now, the vault is the underground basement. Uh, it's the underground garage where it's not displayed to the public. So you're going to see a lot of the rare cars that the public does not get to see. 
Anyway, as we were walking through, something struck me when the tour guide said that uh, all car companies have their car designers right here in Los Angeles. Yep, you name it, Toyota, German cars, Italian cars, we're talking all of the car manufacturers, their designers are based in Los Angeles. Now, I was scratching my head thinking Germans make some of the fastest cars in the world. And you know, Italians make some of the most stylish car cars in the world. Why would that be? Um, why would they design here? I asked my tour guide. And he told me that car ca companies want to capture the L.A. attitude and style. Now, L.A., after all, is the car capital of the world. And why not, right? I mean, you want to go where where so many movies are made as well you want to go where that where the influencers are and that's right here in Los Angeles, California. So it's so easy because you don't even have to be a millionaire to just rent a convertible for the day and drive down PCH in Malibu to to be able to feel like a million bucks. Um you know, for a couple hundred bucks you can drive the car of your dreams and uh, get that rush, get that feeling yourself. And another thing that struck me was the guy told us that they used to make car door hinges on the outside of the vehicle. Then one company, Buick in fact, decided to make the, the hinge uh, mount on the inside of the door jam. He said that car buying is not about function. Instead, it's all about aesthetic and, of course, seduction. So you can use this principle with your dating life as well. It's not about having the most expensive car or being the richest guy in the room. It's more about what you do with what you have that counts. And this is so true because if those of you who've read my book and want to check out my book, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever, you can find this on Amazon. And yes, it's in the ebook format as well as paperback. Nowhere in the entire book do I say you need money to get the girl. So I want you to keep that in mind with regard to today's topic with the cars. Again, it's not necessarily the money or the car, but it's the attitude that you have when driving said vehicle. Okay? Big difference there. And really, all you need is the right attitude with your presentation, and that's what's going to win her over. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, um, if you want to know how the great Gatsby displayed style. Head on over to Silmar, California to one of my favorite museums, the Nettercut Collection, which is touted by Auto Week as one of America's five greatest automobile museums. And I certainly agree. Now, if you want to find out how they did it back in the, the 20s and the 30s and 1900s, um, you know, that's the absolute place to go to go. I mean, you're talking about and grace and elegance and refinement and how to make that car as sexy as possible. Most of his collection, I would say, kind of uh, revolves around that era. Of course, there are newer cars and there are older cars. In fact, even on the back lot, there's a beautiful train um, that he restored, kind of like the uh, Orient Express style train, and you'll want to check that out too. So it's not very far from Los Angeles, uh, maybe about um, a little bit, maybe like 20, 30 minutes north of downtown, uh, northwest of downtown, and you can check out this museum. The Nethercut, I think this was the head of a cosmetics company um, who designed, and this was mostly part of his personal collection. I think it was Merle Norman, if I'm not mistaken, Merle Norman Cosmetics, and he had this uh, museum. And the one with the Peterson, I think he was the uh, CEO and editor of, um, of a 
uh, what was it? A, a race car magazine. I, I'm sorry, it kind of ex- escapes my mind now. The name of a uh, oh, Roden Track, Roden Track magazine that he founded decades ago in the last century, and this was part of his personal collection as well. Um, I want you to take a look at these museums and just compare cars as to what catches your eye. And you can use that same technique with what might catch a woman's eye with regard to your interaction with her. All right? Um, I was also very fortunate about a month ago, this has been a dream for many, many years, was to see Jay Leno's car collection, which is right here in Burbank, California. And I happened to have somebody come in to the brewery, and guess what? Hey, he worked there. And so he gave me a private tour of uh, Jay Leno's collection, and that was quite an awesome place to see. Now, that collection is not open to the public. You will have to go, um, you know, on recommendation of someone. But, you know, if there's some way that you can get into that, I would definitely say go to that one as well. And uh, right here, it's, it's kind of a funny story the place next door to Jay's uh, collection, and his collection is about 250,000 square feet. It's pretty darn big. Um, We were actually looking to buy or rent the place next door because we saw a real estate sign and possibly to put the brewery in that location. And when I called the uh, agent, she said, oh, you're a little bit too late, a day too late, because Jay Leno had bought the place next door as well because his uh, collection was expanding and there wasn't any room. So when I went last month, sure enough, they uh, knocked a hole in the wall and they connected the two buildings, and now he owns that place as well. Another place that I would recommend is also in Burbank. It's a half a block away from us, and that is West Coast Customs. I don't know if you guys watch the TV show, but that's a really fun place. They take a standard car, a stock car, and they customize it for all the rock stars and so forth. And um, that's a pretty interesting place to see as well, how they go from... Uh, the initial car to the finalized customized version and that place you can get in I think the tour is about $12 and you can get in pretty much any time all right if you've just joined us we are talking today about cars that pull the most amount of chicks Yes, that's right. We're going to get into it. So if you have um, a call on this topic, call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We'll catch you right back after the break, and we'll jump into what cars are best. Hey, guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk.
Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about cars, cars that pull the most amount of chicks. There are quite a few um, series out there and lists out there, and I'm going to dissect them to say which ones I think will and will not get you the attention. All right? So if you have a question or comment on this, call us at 951 922-3532, and again, that number is 951-922-3532. All right, so there's a list out there that says cars that are under 25,000, and which of these cars uh, will get you laid? Now let's go through this list. The Chevy Camaro. Oh, heck yes. Uh, There's just something about the restyling of this particular car that gives a little bit of throwback to the 70s, but adds a modern twist. Um, I think there's something about the sound of the vehicle uh, that's very sexy and alluring to a woman, and I would give a big check mark yes to this one. So um, for those of you who have read the book, I told you in the book that girls are turned on sexually by what they hear. Men are turned on, turned on sexually by what they see. So when we apply it to cars, it does apply. So there are many cars out there that women just love the sound of that rumble, um, whether it be a Ferrari or a hot rod, or in this case, the Camaro, there's something about the tone and pitch of that rumble that just does it for her. So if your car happens to have that pitch, I would say that's probably a keeper. Next next one up is the Jeep Wrangler. Um, I'm not sure I, how I feel about this one. Um, I like the fact that it's under 20 I like the fact that it translates uh, that it's a rugged vehicle, if she, especially if she's a rugged, outdoorsy type of girl. This might get you some mileage. I would say, uh, you know, in the uh, in the lineup, they've actually uh, selected a neon yellow color for the Jeep. I would say that's a good idea. Don't get a black Jeep because almost everybody has black cars. So if you get... Um, a Jeep, that, that's a slightly different vehicle than normal. And if you get one that's in a color that's slightly uh, different, that if you're driving down the street, that might get her attention. Next up on the list is the Subaru WRX. Again, it's around $25,000. I don't know about this one. There, there's nothing really here that, that turns me on. Um I don't know. I'm, I'm going to pass on that one. Uh, the next on their list is the Scion FRS. Now, it's meant to look like a sports car. I'm sure a comparable sports car would be, you know, kind of like in the Lexus family or maybe in the Italian group. I'm just going to say this one just looks like a cheap version of a sports car. So I'm going to say no. Uh Ram 1500. Now, this is a extended cab. It is a truck. And I think the part that turns the girls on the most about this car is the grill. The grill looks like it can crush you and run you over and leave you for dead. Um, and it's really high up. <laughs> She's probably going to need to have a step stool to get in your car. I think there's there are a lot of girls that are not only intimidated by impressed um, by your driving a truck like this. So, by the way, when we're talking about trucks, if you're if you're planning on getting a truck, get a real truck. Get an F one fifty, a Ford F one fifty. Do not mess around with trucks that you can't afford, like a uh, you know a, a Dodger, a, a, like a Ford Ranger, because the Ford Ranger just looks like the sister version of the real Ford truck. And I think girls are turned off by that. So either buy um, an F-150, but maybe a few years old so you can get it in the affordability range, 
but I would say stay away from trucks that um, try to simulate looking like a truck but aren't really a full-size truck. All right, let's uh, take a couple of more of these. Um, as soon as uh, we, we break really quickly, I, I understand that we have uh, Sherwin from Vegas on the line. Welcome, Sherwin, to the show, and what do you have to say about this topic? Hi, hello. Hi, Sherwin, how are Hi, you? Hi, Linda, how are you? I'm glad you mentioned a couple of the cars I was going to talk about. And okay. uh, the first thing I want to say is, you know, you are right. The car has some clout, but at the end it's with the guy because I drive a Toyota Camry and I have success. So, but it definitely helps. And uh, out of the lists that you said, uh, Camaro, yes, and Ram, yes. I just wanted to add a couple of things to that. Um, I personally like, and that's one of my June cars, is a Ram 2500 with a diesel Cummins engine, and you could get a good used one for the same price as like an F-150 or 1500. Why I like the 2500 model or the F-250, if you like the Ford brand better, is because mm -hmm. with diesel, you might have to pay more up front, like the Cummins engine is 9000 but instead of getting 14, 15 miles per gallon, you're getting close to 20. So you're going to make that money up over time. Uh, I agree with you that the grill on the Rams are beautiful, and uh, I think, yeah, the engine, the noise revving, but, and all that stuff. But I wanted to say, I think it depends on where the girl's at, her age, what kind of car she likes, and her personality. Like, I like to do a lot of outdoor activities, so I would get a truck, but I would also get a Benz because, well, I mean, part of the culture, and you want to have a nice luxury sedan. If she's maybe like in business school or law school or likes the business type, she might like a luxury sedan like a Benz or a Bentley. If she's a little bit younger, she might like like a sports car, like a fancy Italian car. You know, if she's more of the uh, outdoorsy type, like you said, either a Jeep or a truck. So I think just like in math and science, there's more than one variable. And uh, out of the list that you would say uh, that all of those five cars, uh, really only probably the Camaro and the Ram would get you anywhere, to honestly tell you the truth. So, you know, I just wanted to chime in and say, yes, it is your presentation, your personality, your character. That's going to have more clout. And just like you said in your book, uh, it's what you do with the money, not the money, because let's say you're a multimillionaire, but you're a cheapskate, and your idea of a good date is to take her out on in McDonald's in your Mercedes-Benz, or you might have a ketchup stain on your shirt from your lunch. Probably not going to get the girl in that situation. So, I mean, if you are like me and you're driving a Camry or a Honda or a Ford sedan, something simple, then make yourself presentable. You can always do some things. You can keep your car clean. Girls look for that. Make sure your car isn't dirty and filled with trash. And basically, that's all I have to say. I mean, I really appreciate the topic and great show. Thank you so much for your feedback. I really appreciate that as well. And, yes, I was just going to bring up the clean car thing. Um, I dated a guy once, and he was drop-dead gorgeous. He was smart. He was funny. He was personable, easy to get along with, and then came towards the end of the date, and we and he offered to uh, take me home. Uh, I guess we had met at the restaurant separately, but then at the end of the date, so I didn't know what kind of car he drove in the beginning, and he pulls up in a Range Rover, which you're thinking, okay, you know, that's that's some style points right there. A late model Range Rover. Uh, it was like a slate gray color, which was very attractive. And I opened the car door, Sherwin, and it is like a bum lived in there or something. It was disgusting. I mean, papers all over the place and trash all over the place and used up coffee cups and coffee and, and uh, tin cans and whatever. I was like, oh, Lord, if this is what the inside of your car looks like, I, I really I couldn't get past it. I didn't want to know what his house looks like because I didn't want to know anything more because that told me everything I needed to know because that car was a complete mess. 
I had something similar to that. I was dating a rich girl in La Cunada, and her dad bought her a beautiful 740 BMW Li. And not only the car was dirty, but it like smelled of cigarettes and weed. Talk about a turnoff. Like I'm like, oh my goodness. Like if your car smells like you just came from a Bob Marley concert and you just took a field <laughs> trip to Jamaica, then I'd probably hate to see what your house looks like, just like you. Yeah, and like you said, that that's what I'm talking about, impressions and personalities and first impressions. At least one good thing coming out of the military background and having a car buff family from Germany and Michigan is we make sure there my dad, he just recently sold a 14-year-old BMW X5. Linda, there wasn't even a scratch on that car. It's in showroom condition. So how you keep your car, how you maintain your car and present yourself, I think that has more clout to do than the actual car itself because, like you said, the guy had a probably $60,000, $80,000 Range Rover, but it looked like a homeless man was living in there. So you probably thought, okay, his house is probably going to be like that. Absolutely. And you know what? You can go down to the the hardware store or the automotive store and buy like what is it a six dollar bottle of armor all and spruce up the tires and the rubber parts of your car and it looks like a million bucks are you kidding me for six dollars your car looks like it's showroom quality again yeah Um, there's all kinds of things all kinds of little tricks that a guy can do to make his presentation a little bit better here's what i do you mentioned the armor roll but what i'll also do is i'll uh get a quick extend you know exterior wash like at a wash through and then maybe spend like a dollar and like vacuum up if there is any dirt so at least when you go and pick her up your car is fresh and clean those are little tricks how much is it to wash your uh, car? Five bucks to pay a couple of bucks to use the vacuum and maybe five bucks at Armoral. So you spend 10 bucks and you have your $20,000, $25,000 car looking like a million bucks. I for, fully agree. And I want the guys listening to know that it's not about the money. You could pull up in the most gorgeous car on earth, the rarest car on earth, but if you're a slob or your personality is a slob, you ain't getting anywhere. So it's more about the guy and the presentation. And, you know, the car is just a little extra something something. It's not the you. You've got to sell you first ahead of the car. Before you go, I want to bring up one last point. In America, we used to always get muscle cars, but in the 70s, with the Arab-Israeli oil embargo, all of a sudden gas prices just shot up. And then you started to see the Japanese cars like the Toyotas and the Hondas make their way in. And uh, it's interesting, you know, like Germans, they go for branding luxury sports, you know, Italians with the style, you know, Japanese with efficiency. But definitely um, that had a a big impact on our country because people stopped buying those big, huge boats and started buying more smaller cars. So maybe that's just something you didn't think of. I wanted to bring that up, the oil embargo in the 70s. So, Absolutely. Another thing that I learned on the Peterson uh, Museum tour, speaking of Toyota, the cousin of your car, which is the uh, Toyota Corolla. Um, I think that's a step down from the Camry, if, if, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, up until the 70s, which was the oil embargo, as you mentioned, the best-selling car in the world was uh, the Model T, which sold a whopping 16 million cars. Just ama- just an astounding number for back in the day, right? And then, then in the 70s, I guess uh, slowly but surely, Toyota took over. And the number one selling car in the world, I think that record still holds till today, is the Toyota Corolla. So, yeah, I think, uh, what do they say, like 116 million cars sold or something like that. Some crazy number. So, yep. It's, uh, you know, you can do a lot with a little if you just uh, make make a couple of quick choices. Um, if you do have a budget uh, car, like these cars that we're mentioning, under 25000 maybe you can customize it just a little bit. Maybe you can, like if it's a sports car, put a pinstripe on it. I mean, how much could a pinstripe be? 
you know, maybe it's like a $40 kit or whatever, and you could take a car that looks like nothing, um, you know, like uh, the Camry, uh, I'm sorry, like the Camaro or Dodge Challenger or one of those kind of muscle-type cars and just give it a little bit of personality. That brings me to our next entry, Dodge Challenger. These are We're going back to the list of cars that get the job done for under $25,000. Um, I'm going to say yes to this car because, again, this is, this one is also a throwback to the 70s. So it looks like it has a lot of muscle. Um, it looks like the Fast and Furious team could be driving this car. It looks like you've worked out at the gym. I, I think there's a lot of good um, about this car, and I would say yes to this car. Hey, yes, too, and the Challenger is the cousin of the Charger, which is bigger. The only thing about Challengers and Camaros that I don't like is I'm over six foot tall, and those cars, if you notice, they're kind of low, uh, and you feel kind of cramped when you're getting in. So those kind of cars don't work for me. But um, I wanted to ask you, was it the Corolla that was the number one? Or I thought it was the Camry that was the number one selling. No, uh, maybe it Corolla, was the Corolla they said, was the, the most popular selling car in the world. That makes sense. But, yeah. yes, the only thing is that Challenger is going to be a little bit more than 25 because Chargers are more than 25, and Challengers True. are the bigger cousin. So, True. Sorry, I segued away up, from okay. this $25,000 list. I segued back to my tour yeah. at the oh, Peterson. Oh, sorry. But, One um, couple yeah. of things. Yes. Well, last okay. thing before I go is yeah. I'll just say um, you can get great cars for like uh, under 50000 Like you could get an $80,000 80, Ram 2500 coming for uh, under under 45000 use. So whatever you want to get, the best thing you should do is save up your money so that you don't have to pay interest on loan. Pay in cash, in full. Get your car like used new. couple of years. Even if you get it a two-year-old car, if it's one-year-old, you'll lose. You'll save 10% just because it goes out a lot and another 10% after every year. So if it's a two-year-old car, 30% is going to get knocked off the MSRP. So you can get that nice luxury car, sports car, or truck. Just don't get it new. So I'll just wrap up with that, I guess. Very good idea, and I, I fully concur. And if you go to a place like uh, CarMax is very, very picky on what types of cars that they buy back. So, um, And then once they buy it back, they go through like 80 points of inspection to make sure that the car passes muster. So unlike buying it from a private party where you really don't know the condition of the car. If you do buy it private party, I would definitely spend the extra 50 or 100 bucks and take it to your mechanic. Let the mechanic bless it before you actually lay down the cash. But, um, you know, there, there are these big reseller companies like CarMax that do an excellent job. And I love the best thing I like about those companies is that there's no haggling at the end, no financing haggling at the end. What I did was I got my loan pre-approved before I even went down there. And then when you're done with the car selection, you just hand them your pre-approval letter from your bank or credit union and you're done. I cannot stand going to a car dealer and they just grind you and grind you for three hours over the financing never again. And they still do it to this day, all that grinding for, for what? So there's lots of different options out there to skip that step. I know AAA has a car buying division and Costco, of course, has a car buying decision uh, uh, division. So there's way more options available to the consumer other than going to the dealer that might work out a lot better for you and you know what if you're savvy about the car buying and the purchasing and the financing hey that's a turn on to the girl because you know she wants a guy who's confident and knows what they're doing so if you're confident in that area she will uh, deduce that you're going to be confident in other areas which is absolutely true because hey you've done your homework and girls like that all right so um Thanks, Sherwin, Sherwin, by the way, for uh, joining our show. I'm going to continue with our list of 
cars that pull the most amount of chicks. We're going over the list of cars that are $25,000 and under. Now, do you guys know what a Mazda 5 looks like? It kind of looks like a sedan, kind of looks like a low version of a station wagon. Is that going to pull the girls? I'm going to say no. I mean, just visually, I'm going to say no. I know I have a friend who has one of these, and it has a lot of power, and it has a lot of amenity inside, which is good, and it handles really nice, so all of those things are good. But if they're only judging it from the looks of the car, I don't think it has enough sway to win her over. Next up on the list is the Nissan Altima Coupe. Uh, This is the two-door version. I'm going to say yes because it looks like, uh, you know, a cousin of a sports car. Um, It doesn't exactly look like I'm a school teacher car. So I'm going to say yes to this one. So I like it. I think it's good. Next up on their list for cars under 25000 the Mini Cooper S. I'm going to say no. I think it's a chick car. You don't want to be seen in a chick car. So I'm going to pass on that one. I don't think that's going to, you know, get you any traction. Next up, the Ford Mustang. Now, they typically say that the Mustangs are a girl's car, but, you know, like I say, you can get some pinstriping or get it. If I were to get this car as a guy, I would go with the unusual color, go with the orange or the popcorn yellow kind of color. Um, I I would deck out the inside and the outside with some uh, extra details that might give it a little bit more uh, masculinity And I think you can uh, bring this one home, so to speak. So that's the list for cars that are under $25,000. If you have just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about cars that pull the most amount of chicks. All right. So is this you? Did you have good luck or bad luck with regard to dating and a car? Call us at 951-922-3532. Again, this number is 951-922-3532. We'll catch you right back after the break, and we're going to talk more about cars. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. We're open now. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped. Henson Brewing Company, Burbank, California. Come as you are. guys you've heard her on the men's advocate show linda gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself check out linda's book mastering women real truth about women that'll change your life forever linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and if you want to keep her in four easy steps these proven techniques will make women just melt Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men.
Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about cars, ones that pull the most amount of chicks. Sure, she has a list of her dream cars. Sure, she has a list of everyday cars that she would like to ride in. Um, But, you know, is it the car or is it the guy? I say it's the guy and how you present yourself and that if you have a strong presentation, you can augment that presentation with the the kind of car you drive and the way you drive. By the way, let me speak a little bit about the way you drive. Um, I was once dating a guy a long time ago, <clears throat> and we were supposed to go to a party in San Diego. And he told me that this particular friend's house that we were going to, he had been there several times. And we get on the road, and he's driving, driving. As we get closer to, uh, you know, like 10 minutes, 5, 10 minutes closer to the exit that we're supposed to get off on, uh, I see that he passes the exit. And I didn't, I mean, I, I had never been there, but I knew it was that exit that we needed to get off. So anyway, he passed exit number one, and now he's approaching exit number two, and we're getting further from our destination and I said to him you know are we do we know the way to get there do you need my help should I pull it up on the GPS or whatever and he goes no no he says I've been there before I know where it is Um, so now at this point we're now passing exit number two and before we got to exit number three I, I just had to say look I think we need to pull over I think we might have passed our exit And sure enough, of course, we had passed the exit. So what I'm here to say is that girls like guys who know what they're doing. So don't assume you know the way there. Um, Either put it on your GPS, put it on your navigation system, or print out a map or whatever it is you have to do. But make sure that you know where the destination is and you don't want to look like a bumbling idiot that you don't know what you're doing because she will take that the wrong way and think that you're bumbling in other areas. And sure enough, that was, you know, the first and last time I went on a date with this guy because of the way that he was driving. Um, Another guy I went out with, you know, we're in a shopping mall. I think we went to see the, the multiplex theaters, the, the movies there. And we come back, and he doesn't know where he's parked. Not good. I mean, type it into your phone, like where you're parked, you know, what level it is, what color it is, whatever. Uh, that's not my job to keep track of your car. So make sure you know what your surroundings are. Make sure you know where you're going because how you treat life is very similar to how you treat your car or how you drive your car. It's a reflection on you. So don't let these little things be a stumbling block. Okay. Before we hop back, back into the uh, topic, if you like our show, please show your love. You can listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, download my app, buy my book on Amazon. These are all things that you can do to help support our show. Also, uh, Henson Brewing Company is now open. We are open Thursday and Friday after work from 4 to 9. And we're also open on the weekends, 12 to 9, Saturday and Sunday. And this weekend, as you know, is Fiesta time. It's Cinco de Mayo. And we're going to be bringing in uh, the 5th. Uh, big and grand, just like uh, other celebrations going around in this great city. We're going to have our taco man uh, there, and you're going to get three tacos for only $8. And the flavors are mesquite anguish steak, chicken with wine garlic sauce, and chorizo. So you can get three of the same or three different ones, three tacos for $8. So we'll head on over to Henson Brewing Company and... We'll give you a free glass of beer if you tell us that you've heard this ad uh, on this program here. 
All right. And we're also going to be having uh, micheladas. So what that means is it's a Mexican mix. It's a drink that we mix with our beer to make a beer cocktail. And you won't want to miss that as well. Uh, There's a plain version as well as the spicy version. I invite you to check that out also. All right. Let's hop back into today's topic. We are talking about cars that pull the most amount of girls. So uh, this is another list. Um, This one is put out by a company called Global Car Brands, and they want to let you know what kind of cars they think made the list. So I think they're pulling this car called a Volvo C70 convertible. I'm going to say no. Um, It's a foreign car. Uh, Yeah, it's Swedish, but, you know, I don't have anything against it being Swedish, but it's not all that sexy. I mean, if we're going to start to compare convertibles, there's so many more convertibles on the market today that are way more sexy than this particular car is. And, you know, I I guess the part that they like about it is that it's a convertible. And again, it's in the $25,000 range. So maybe for that part, I might um, say yes. Uh, The list is an Asian car, uh, the Nissan 370Z Coupe. I will say yes to that. It has a lot of muscle. Um, It looks sporty. There's not a lot of room in there. It's just enough room for you and a girl. Uh, you and your girl, you barely have any room for luggage or groceries or anything else. That's the bad part. But um, if you are tooling around town, I think you would look very sporty in this car. I'm going to say yes to that. Um, Next on their list is the Jaguar XK convertible. Well, you know, with a base price of $67,000, not all of us can afford this vehicle. I will say that it does look pretty sexy. Um, I think for this kind of money, I could probably find you a half a dozen cars that that are probably sexier than this one for a whole lot less. So I, I, I am not in the habit of saying spend a lot of money to get the girl because I don't think that works. So I might pass on that. It's not that exciting of a car. Next on the list is the Mercedes-Benz E-Class Cabriolet, which is also a convertible. It says that it has a base price of $52,000. I'm going to say yes to that. I find the E-Class to be very sexy. Um, it's, it's a car that will hold its value. It's well-made. The inter- interior is also um, very classy. And I think this could last you a solid 10 years, um, you know, just by having this one car. So I'm going to give my nod to that one. Um, (laughs) Oh, I see they have a Ferrari on this list. Well, you know, again, who wouldn't want a V12 engine and uh, also a convertible they're, they're recommending? So I would say, yeah, I think that would be a good car to have. Why not? All right. Uh, Let's see. Um, Let's go to another list here. See what else they're working on. Oh, someone was asking me uh, what what are my favorites. Okay, yeah, I'll be happy to answer that. Probably, I went to the car show in downtown L.A. When was that? A few months ago. And I would say every year I go, it just they usually have about 12 different selections there and my heart just stops you know i dream of james bond i guess aston martin is probably my favorite car so if someone were to give me an aston martin i'm not going to be saying no i'll take the keys and i'll be off so that's right up there um bmw 8 i've seen that one up close and personal that one's a, a very stylish car very a very cool looker, I would say. Um, and the other day I was driving around town, and of course Rolls Royces are always nice, but this particular Rolls Royce just made me screech the brakes just to have a better look. My tongue was wagging, and it was the Rolls Royce Phantom. Now, a regular Rolls Royce is probably like 250 I would say, 
and the phantom had a a really long nose and it kind of looked like it should be a two-seater car but it wasn't a two-seater car but the styling of it it looked like it looked like it was completely like you were in Gotham City in a Batman movie or something I would definitely recommend it. When I came home to look it up, unfortunately, was uh, the base price was four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but was sure nice to look at. So, if you can check out the uh, Rolls Royce Phantom to see what that that does. All right. So, uh, so best looking cars um, that are out there that would win over any girl. This is uh, from a list called Men's Magazine. And they want you to get hooked up with the Lamborghini Huracan. Okay. I, th- I wonder if they mean hurricane. Um, yeah. You know, it's those Italians. They do know how to make them right. And they usually are very, very sexy. Um, oh, here's number two on the list. My Aston Martin Rapide. I see how that goes. So... They're right in the same department. Uh, let's do a couple more, see who else is on this list. Uh, the Volvo. No, I'm going to pass on the Volvo. I don't think they're sexy at all. Sorry about that. All right. So uh, that's pretty much all we have time for. Um, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show. Oh, they're saying number five on the list is Maserati Gran Turismo. Well, of course, who wouldn't like that? Uh, I'm going to say yes to that one. All right. So if you've just joined us, come join us each and every Wednesday right here on the Men's Advocate Show. We're on at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll catch you next week on the Men's Advocate Show. Be sure to listen to our archive shows, either from my mobile app, SoundCloud, and tune in, and you can listen to one or any of my archive shows to catch up. We'll see you next week on the Men's Advocate Show.